Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be an infusion discussion. We're now in Season of Opulence, and I kind of want to talk about where we've come with the economic structure of infusion. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. If I'm not live, follow the Twitch channel so you can catch the live streams. If you're watching on YouTube, hit and subscribe and like is another way to help me out. If you're familiar with my content, you're probably thinking, why another discussion about infusion? My gosh, you've talked about this enough. I think this is an ongoing discussion. I think they've made efforts in Season of Opulence to alleviate some of the infusion pain that we complained about in the past. But I want to give you some insight into how I treated it and how many cores I had going into the season, how that affected my experience, and why I do still think the ec- the economy surrounding infusion is still problematic and confused, and there's other things they could be doing with it. So, first and foremost, I want to ask, is it better? Is Infusion in a better place? Did they make it better? Has it come further for folks? I have a, I have a video about, is leveling better? I think leveling is significantly better. Leveling and Infusion are actually separate. Leveling's better because of the Menagerie, combined with Aid as Bounties. Like, leveling's actually like in a really, really, really good place. So, I want to ask, is Infusion better on the outset? And then, currency cost, let's talk about that. What's it cost? What other currencies are attached to it? How does how do you experience infusion even now with the gunsmith bounties? And then lastly, future. Let's talk about the future because I think that's an important aspect of what's going on. So first and foremost, is it better? The only major change this season was the addition of the gunsmith bounties. So that doesn't do a lot for infusion. I think people that knew a new season was coming and they were sort of planning on engaging with the content probably did something similar to what I did. I went into the season with like over 300 cores and a lot of folks started doing their Hawthorne milestones and then the spider bounties to make sure they could get the enhancement cores. The gunsmith bounties are nice in that there's at least daily bounties and they're not that difficult to do. They're not play flow disrupting like spiders bounties where you have to go and stand and wait for an HVT or grind you know the tangled shore for the spider fragments that his grind is very play flow disrupting the good thing about the gunsmith bounties is you can just do them as you're playing you can play pvp you can play strikes you can do whatever it is you're doing and just adjust your loadout a little bit you know solar weapons or sidearms or whatever and get it you know a very small amount of kills for the dailies so the dailies are totally fine at the very least i think weekly should be retooled uh they take a lot longer they take more of a commitment you got to go into more elements of the game more places in the game there should be more enhancement cores attached to a weekly a weekly bounty only giving you one which is equal to a daily which you can do every day instead of just weekly and they're also a whole lot faster that kind of doesn't make any sense to me that's that's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a, a contradiction of investment i'm investing more time and i'm not getting more for that investment so i would say weeklies need tuned up to a higher amount of enhancement cores and then the dailies are totally fine The economy around enhancement cores, however, I think still feels confused and muddled. You have to remember, historically speaking, where enhancement cores came from. We cannot forget where we came from, guys. They were originally called masterwork cores. They were designed to be a low-frequency currency in the game as a means of equipping you to capstone your gear. Once you have the god roll gun or the god roll gauntlets that you want, you invest that low present currency in the game it doesn't have a high presence in the game and you invest that currency as a capstone on your gear 
now it's a little bit even more confused as a currency because you have a daily injection with gunsmith and then you have a weekly injection with spider and then you have the milestone injection with hawthorne and you're still i think deadlocking the currency for a lot of us most of us just end up stacking up the cores and saving them so let's talk about that next currency cost as I said, I had over 300 cores going into this season, so I infused as if they didn't even exist. Infusion is a little more frequent, but it's not as painful now for one re- for, for a small reason. It's kind of a weird reason, but having more intentionality over my leveling with the menagerie actually helped. I wasn't doing lots of like little teeny infusion jumps. You, you know, you're getting bigger jumps when you're using the menagerie and Ada's bounties in a smart way. So, you know, to, to bring those low, low pieces up. So most of the time I was infusing, it felt like the right decision, but my approach to infusion infusion was to basically just act like enhancement cores didn't exist because I had over 300 it wasn't a pain point for me however while I was doing this I was consistently running out of glimmer and planetary materials and having to go see spider as far as I can see it I think those economic pain points planetary materials and glimmer I think that scales down to the rest of the player base in a more healthy way I'm a hardcore player I play six six hours a day or more going to spider and, and refilling my coffers with glimmer isn't hard I have so many legendary shards I have tons of planetary materials from most of the planets I was running out of data lattice for whatever reason I didn't have enough of that probably because I don't spend a lot of time on Titan so because of that I felt economic pain I was like I gotta go see spider okay now I think planetary materials, legendary shards, and glimmer are more naturally coming into the player's inventory so that that's a more healthy pain point. And I've said this in other videos where I talk about how everything should drop, you know, an item that helps you level a little bit. And that would be a soft encouragement to not, you know, it's, oh, it's on Nessus. I'm sorry. I thought it was on Titan. I'm an idiot. Anyway. I feel like if every little jump was happening from every almost every event and then the big jumps were happening from milestones and things like the menagerie, you wouldn't want to infuse that often. And if you did, you would feel the pain that I did. You'd be running out of, you know, your glimmer and your planetary materials. I don't think enhancement cores scales down in a healthy way to the more casual or more averagely engaged players. I think planetary materials and glimmer does scale down in a healthy way, but enhancement cores do not. The main issue and the main point that I'm trying to make is I infuse as if I didn't have enhancement cores and I felt economic pain, which proves most people would feel economic pain, just not centered around this specific currency. Enhancement cores just become deadlocked and saved every season and they're not serving the purpose of being an endgame capstone currency. So let's talk about the future. We know that September is going to bring some changes to the game. We know that they want to add depth and breadth and more stats to armor and do more things to make the game in sort of get in the lane of being an MMO more than it is now. They're accepting that as a title, MMO action game or action MMO, whichever you want to call it. That's kind of the genre that they're donning and embracing. Now, in light of that, there's a couple of things that could be going on. First and foremost, it is possible that they have plans for this currency in the future, and that's why it's staying in infusion. That's possible. They're they're taking something, retooling something, or doing doing something with the armor and the guns, what you know, however you infuse them or change stats or whatever. Maybe that's coming in September, and so that's why they've left them in there. They don't want to 
they don't want to pull them out and then have to put them back in in September. So maybe that's a possibility. Maybe that's why they're staying in there. So I'm not being super harsh and critical in this video. I'm just saying it seems confusing. It doesn't seem necessary. My big pushback to people that are like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Just do this. I don't really think it's that you know problematic. Arguing that it's not that painful or not that bad doesn't argue for its value. What's its value? What's it adding to the player experience? I don't ever see anybody making that argument, and I certainly didn't see Bungie make that argument when they said, oh, it makes it meaningful. I just think you're limiting player choice and achieves virtually nothing. I just, you're limiting player choice. They're leveling up at the same speed. Even if they're not infusing, they're still leveling up at the same speed. You're not slowing people down. Now, if they have no plans for cores, then I really, really think it's time for them to be retooled. It's time to retool them. Give them a new purpose. They don't currently make sense in the grand economic structure. Planetary materials are throwaway. You use them for basically nothing other than infusion. Glimmer and legendary shards are are acquired through just playing and breaking stuff down. Okay? So, when you look at enhancement cores, if they don't have plans for them in the future, I would strongly encourage Bungie to retool them. There's a handful of things that they could do. I still think enhancing perks would be a great first step. If you want hand cannon loader, and you got a hand cannon reloader, and a roll on a pair of gauntlets that you like, but you'd really like enhanced hand cannon reloader, make it really, really expensive and really, really painful. That's a great end game capstone grind for the hardcore players to start enhancing their perks. It would be, it would take a long time. It's not part and parcel to the daily experience of the common player. So you wouldn't feel like you're missing out because you're not capstoning your gear with enhanced perks. The other thing that could be going on they could be using enhancement cores for stat re-rolling or archetype re-rolling. Maybe there's armor types that you don't want mobility Maybe you want to re-roll that element of it. Maybe you want to re-roll stats or something. That's another way they could use enhancement cores. When I look at the currency in Destiny, to me, enhancement cores are sitting at the top of being, this is for endgame capstone investment, not meat and potatoes day-to-day decision-making. It's confusing right now to have the currency serving those two purposes, and I would love to see them take them into another lane. Infusion is costly enough. If you're doing it too much, you will run out of the other resources like I did. That would be my charge to Bungie to please repurpose them or let's just wait and see because again they may have plans to keep them in infusion for a particular reason maybe they'll just start dropping more often or something so if you're listening to this on iTunes Google Play Spotify or watching on YouTube you can always catch me live twitch.tv slash say no to rage as with all my content please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about infusion, continuing the discussion about it and the economy and how painful or not painful it is. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, probably catch me live right now, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. If I'm not live, follow the stream. If you're watching on YouTube, hit like and subscribe helps me out. I'm going to try and go quickly through these questions. We do have a lot of them and I am traveling today so that the stream's ending a little early. But I am going to try and get through these questions for you guys. SRS9424 says, Hey man, what are some legendary primaries that are amazing in PvE that I should grind for? I just got back into the game. The hand cannon from Menagerie is really, really good. The shotgun from Escalation Protocol is really, really good. And then any grenade launcher that has spike nades is good, but especially the Outrageous Fortune from Vanguard. 
and the Acantha D from grinding the forges. It just drops. Those are random drops, but you can grind for them. Those are really, really strong because they're aggressive frame grenade launchers and spike nades do really, really well from direct hits. Those are some good weapons to kind of set your sights on right now. How do I make scouts great again from Diamond J15? I said yesterday scouts need to be versatile. They need fire rate adjustments. So maybe hip fire at like an SMG or an auto rifle, long range at like a scout. They need versatility. There's not enough content built for scouts to justify their use. That'd be the only way I think they would get usage. You can't create enough content centered around scouts to really pull them out of the out of the gutter. Nobody's going to really use them unless they were more versatile. Nose bomb. How much of the community do you believe will disengage if ornaments require enhancement cores to apply? No one's going to stop playing for a, an economic uh, vanity cost. I don't think so. Um, it, you can get them fairly easily, and obviously applying an ornament would be potentially in a, a less frequent than, thing than infusion. Typically, you're going to apply an ornament once you kind of have the gear that you like. I got these pair of gauntlets. I love the roll. They got enhanced hand cannon reloader. Let me apply this ornament. That's going to be more often than not. That's going to be a one-off and not a consistent thing like infusion. Rusty. One thing that annoys me is that once I hit 750, most of my drops, especially Menagerie Grind, are still 730 and need to be infused. Once you hit 750, should every legendary drop at 750? I don't know if this would be a problem or not. I can't think of any really outlier problems that would be caused by giving you 750 for virtually everything that drops. I do think the game needs to change once you hit 750, and new pursuits, new bounties, new seasonal rewards should show up once you hit max level. Every season they should do that. Every NPC should have new seasonal grinds and new seasonal ranks that doesn't really matter to you until you hit max level. And once you hit max level, having everything drop at your level, I think just makes sense. To me, I don't see a problem with that, but Bungie may have reasons as to why they're doing it. I would think it'd be fine. I thought it was free, says, why after getting 746 Prime Boots, the next three powerful drops were lower? Well, okay, so your boots are 746, but your character is probably 744, 745 or something, and once you're in the 740s, everything's a plus one. So, your 746 boots are not representative of your overall power level, so sometimes you're going to have things drop lower if they keep dropping on your boots. This is another reason why Menagerie is so important. If you're like, dude, I need a pair of gauntlets, they're the furthest thing behind, every week, your first couple of drops from Menagerie are powerful, go in and say, give me gauntlets. You know, go in and say, give me a helmet. Do that on, do that, and that'll really help. And primes are the biggest, draw, you know, jumps, but Menagerie's there as a good backstop. Fat Adam, in your opinion, what features would be great in Destiny Infusion System? I don't think we need features in the Infusion System. I think it just needs, the economy needs cleaned up. Infusion is literally you saying, I would like to use this item right now, and I don't necessarily think we need to make that painful. Having RNG and drops and loot pursuit and chasing god rolls, I think that's the real meat and potatoes, that's the real impactful thing in the game. Telling me that, like, I can't infuse this gun just because just doesn't add anything to my experience. So I don't need any, we don't need any features added to infusion, it just needs more streamlined. Leah, Leonidas, hey Lono, since Bungie doesn't seem to find a way to make the new loot interesting enough for us to grind for, what do you think about adding 50% damage buff to new guns, and after 2-3 to three seasons bring it down to 5% each time until it reaches 0? It would be a short term fix and they'd find a per- until they find a perfect solution. I don't like this. This seems odd to have guns, like, 
having a damaged magic wand waved over them so you want to use them because they're stronger and then over time they get weaker the biggest and most important thing they need to do is I think every 12 months your gear is no longer infusible if it's 12 months old so midnight coup should no longer be infusible it's over 12 months old as soon as the midnight coup and I'm not saying from the time that you got it I'm saying from the time that it was added to the game after 12 months you can't infuse it okay they're not taking it away from you you could still use it in 80% of the content because strikes and daily story missions and nightfalls and public events and public spaces are not very high power level so you could still use those things for a very long time you just wouldn't be able to take them into pinnacle aspirational content you'd want to pivot to the new stuff that I think would be a better system also new loot needs to have new perks and new things about them that are exciting more than the fact that they're just shiny all of the loot in the raid is a perfect example of like there's nothing special about it so why am I going to chase it why am I going to replace my loot with this B Hilton what are some better perks for hand cannons for crucible crucible really good perks are accurized rounds opening shot and range finder because that's making the gun more accurate and and more effective at long range and that's going to help you Uh, After that, kill clip and any perk that maybe makes reload a little bit quicker can help because kill clip can be nice after you land a clip. I'm sorry, after you land a kill, you reload the gun, re-enter the lane, and start shooting with a damage buff. So, 500 bits from Dekillamag. Thank you so much. Oh, and Lightleap gifted a sub to Gary Diaz a little while ago and I missed it. Thank you. And Gunny Highway was seven months. I think I missed that one too. FW Blue, how do you feel about the downtime today? And if you know what it is for, can you please let me know? Because it seems a little bit too much. It's 12 hours because they are merging databases to empower you to get cross-save, which is a very, very needed and celebrated feature coming with uh, September and Shadowkeep and New Light. So this is not an easy, quick fix. It's an important fix. And if you're upset about it and you think it's terrible and it's BS, then I'm sorry. It's, it's a technological requirement. They are adding a lot of back-end things so that you can cross-save and take your character to another platform. That's not, that's not a snap-finger thing. Six months from Edbo, thank you. Side says, Just an idea, but do you think the raid needs an Ada-style bounty as well? That you could get less auto-rifles. Yeah, laugh at my pain. I keep getting auto-rifles, and I keep getting the machine gun. Uh, El Pinto Loco th- got gifted us up from Al Weezy. Thank you. I, I would love the ability to go into the raid and say, I would really like a pair of gauntlets today. Can you give me gauntlets? Because they can roll with garbage on them anyway. I don't think there's any problem with that. I think maybe after you get the raid completed three times, you should unlock um, raid bounties. And when you unlock raid bounties, you grab the bounty, you go into the raid, and that's what determines what you get. You get shotguns, you get you get hand cannons, you get you know gauntlets, whatever the frick you're looking for. Something like that would be nice. K. Rawl, 430. If they made cores available from Lost Sector in public events, would it still be a problem to have an infusion? This is why I say the economy is confused. Because, okay, because, you're solving the problem of not having enough cores. If you solve that problem, then capstoning and infuse, I'm sorry, capstoning and masterworking here becomes a whole lot easier, which is strange. I think you make their purpose endgame capstone investment, let us enhance perks, let us do different things to our gear with enhancement cores, and just take them out of infusion. That way their identity is more clear. The identity of enhancement cores right now is just confusing. It's like they're doing two things. B. Hilton. What are some better roles for pulse rifles? That's not what Q&A is for. D- you know, do a YouTube search. You know, get 
get something that increases reload and damage. What are uh, are there any year one weapons that are viable in the Crucible? Um, I actually don't know the answer to that. I don't know. Uh, Noob Moose, do you think having powerful reward options like armor and weapon packages from Rise of Iron would make the game less painful? Yeah, if you could pick what you're getting, armor or gun, whenever you get like a milestone completed or something, um, I think that would be I think that would be good. Could we get a length of time check on B. Hilton's account? Because he's acting like tons of generic questions. It's feeling kind of trollish. That's like his sixth, fifth or sixth question, and they're all very basic. It doesn't seem... Because he's new to the game and doesn't know what to chase, but he's already 720. So I'm like, which is it? Defo side. Do you think masterworking and infusing needs to be cheaper as a nice middle ground uh, since they are not eliminating masterwork cores? I just... I think that... I've already answered this. I just think they need to be renewed from infusion and give more of an end game purpose. They don't really have an end game purpose because people just stockpile and it deadlocks the currency. So, uh, Ash and Hollow. I'm not trying to like reject questions, by the way, from B. Hilton. It just feels a little trollish. His questions seem like he almost wants me to answer questions that are not really substantive. Just like, what gun should I chase? You know, what perk should I chase? Like, that's not really what we do with Q&A. Maybe he's just brand new to the stream. I don't know. JFab with 26 months. Thank you. Ashen Hollow. A friend and I were farming for Militia's Birthright. We farmed for three hours. Got frustrated because all the blues, along with fake out legendaries, uh, comparing it to the Menagerie farm, minus the chest glitch, are we spoiled by Menagerie or should Nightfalls drop often for farming purposes. I think they should drop every time. I think Menagerie... He's been following for a year... Oh, his account's a year old? Maybe he's just new. We generally don't ask, like, super generic questions like that because it's just... It's really difficult to answer, like, what perks you should chase and stuff like that. It's almost like your own personal advice corner. It's... I don't know. It gets tiring, I think, to answer questions like that. Followed for a year? Yeah, probably not a troll, just maybe new to Q&A. I don't think Menagerie is spoiling you. No, I don't think so. I think Menagerie is showing how you should be rewarded for investment in directional grind. And I think Nightfall should just drop the gun every time. Because you're going to get random rolls, and the Nightfall takes the, uh, the almost the same amount of time. If you speedrun a Nightfall, what, 8 minutes? And Menagerie takes, you know, 12 or 15? I, I can run Menagerie... 15 minutes and I can get six drops I can run two nightfalls in the same amount of time and get literally nothing nothing right so I I, I would love to see them be like yeah the gun drops every time from the nightfall OP mark do you think you could use duplicates as infusion to increase your masterwork level instead of cores it would be it would give meaning to your fourth and fifth better devils. Oh, so like if you get another better devils, you can infuse it into your better devils and it would lay, raise its masterwork rank. Maybe. I don't have a problem with this. I don't necessarily think this is solving any pain points in the game, though. I think the currency is confused. And that's the bigger problem. Amish Milkman. With the armor updates that are coming, do you think there is room for the possibility of having loadouts in a system for a menu to quick change them? I don't know if they're going to be able to implement something like that now because that's a pretty significant update and quality of life improvement. I don't know if there's a team that could be working on that because they may be working on a thousand other things. Anytime they're trying to give us new content, I think that's one of the challenges is we want all we want everything to get better and sometimes we have to settle for being like, just give us content and stuff to grind and we'll just deal with not having a good loadout system. We'll just deal with the collection system not really being sensible right now. 
and then that kind of stuff has to come later. But I would love a loadout system. I would love the loadout system to be tied to the collection system. That would be great, but I'm not going to hold my breath for that. Rax BSN. Do you think we'll ever have an archive raid section of Destiny where you can go into old raids? I would love it. I don't know if it's going to happen. Bringing back D1 content is risky because people just accuse them of recycling content. Engagement with raids is already lower than the rest of the game. And the work to bring it back and bring it up, I've heard, is slow to bring D1 over to D2. So it'd be a slow process to bring over content that gets lower engagements and they'd be criticized for recycled content. So I don't know if it's ever going to happen. Momoheim says, So me and my friend were going back and forth on leaving stuff in year one behind and his comeback to everything you said was that we can't leave exotics behind like the legend of Acrius. what is your comeback for him because I was at a loss um I think it's okay for exotics to be transcendent because exotics are usually contextually used so you're not using legend of Acrius that much right now you're not using Telesto that much right now right sleeper whisper 1k voices these are all used infrequently and not you know and it's one piece of your gear the problem with being able to consistently and commonly and just constantly use stuff from year one is that if you have a pinnacle hand cannon and a pinnacle shotgun you have a pinnacle fusion rifle you have pinnacle i mean at this point you got pinnacle everything right once you have pinnacle everything then new gear is not that appealing to you but you don't really have a pinnacle acreous like Acrius is an undercutting grind well I don't care about grinding for that loot I have an Acrius I don't care about grinding for a fusion I have a Telesto does that make sense like if they added dope fusion rifles and cool perks and you could grind menagerie for them you're not going to ignore those because you have a Telesto you're not going to ignore a dope new pulse rifle if they added some new pulse rifle where you could finally get desperado on a non-broadsword pulse rifle you're not going to ignore that pulse rifle because you have an outbreak perfected exotics don't make you ignore new weapons old weapons tend to do that a lot of the times you're like dude the rng sucks man i already have a good shotgun i already have a good hand cannon I don't care about this new stuff. Even now with Menagerie, I already kind of feel myself being like, what's the point in really chasing this stuff? I already have good versions of these weapons in a Legendary already, right? Like, let's imagine you could grind for a God Roll grenade launcher in the Menagerie with spike nades. I already have a bunch of spike nade grenade launchers. The reason to grind new loot is twofold. It's either, okay, it's either... I, I don't have a piece of gear in this archetype or this style that's that's really, really good because I was either I either had to leave it behind or I just have never had one, or it's new and has new perks and new stuff on it. Eventually, they're going to just run out of the ability to add new stuff to the archetypes to make them strong, so you're literally just doing a lateral pivot. You're like, well, I have a god roll hand cannon and shotgun. I'm just pivoting to another god roll hand cannon and shotgun. It's a lateral movement. It's not a forward movement. Taken King was one of the most celebrated times in Destiny and we left everything behind. It was renewing. It was refreshing to be picking up greens and blues that were powerful than what I was leaving behind and then we chased all the new stuff. There's nothing wrong with eventually leaving stuff behind and exotics are not really a problem here because they don't necessarily disrupt loot grind and loot pursuit because you don't, again, say, well, I have a Telesto. I'm never going to grind for a God Roll Fusion if they started to add really cool God Roll Fusions in the mix and you didn't have any or you had to leave them behind. Telesto's not keeping you from doing that. SSJ Sponge. 
is the cost of materials coarse glimmer for infusion too much I actually think it's fine um, I think it's fine WC Mally, what are your thoughts on the constant light level increase? Why can't they just give us new content without the leveling up all the time? Leveling up is part of an RPG. It's part of the way that you feel you're progressing. It's part of the way to introduce new pinnacle activities. If you just leave us static, that takes away one of the investment reward structures in people's brains of time in, get something out. You can't get rid of it. It's just part of the identity of games like this. Uh, Sethson says, with cross save coming, do you think we could see cross play further down the road? Yes, they've indicated they want to do it, but we have no idea when it's going to happen. And we could probably just perma that person. I don't know. Well, no, they've been actually, they've been following me since April of 2016. That is a long freaking time. Why would you ask such a dumb question? Um, Melmsey. Do you think that mostly FTP model, free-to-play model, will attract enough people to matter to current players if they have to still buy content to catch up on activities? Uh, is it even worth it for them if they don't want to pay? If you're going to jump into Destiny 2 in September with New Light and you decide that you like the game, but you don't want to pay for Shadow Keep or you don't want to pay for any of the new stuff, then I don't know who the frick you are. Who are you? So they're going to get new light and they're going to jump in. They're like, dude, this is a pretty dope game. I want to play with you. Oh, you're playing Shadow Keep? I have to buy Shadow Keep? No, I don't want to pay for anything. Okay, fine. Bye. Don't don't pay anything and don't play. I. That's the structure of these games. If you suddenly get into Elder Scrolls Online or any other game in existence and they make the entry point free or super cheap and then once you're through that entry point you don't want to pay for any content after that I just don't know who the frick you are. Like, I don't know who these people are that don't want to pay for anything. You're getting in totally free. It's a free entry point. No cost. So... Not wanting to pay beyond that just seems super, super old, super odd to me. Uh, Habanero SMO. Do you think that Shadowkeep will bring changes to PvP like Trials or some form of it? No idea. The PvP conversation is going to be happening this summer. We'll have to wait and see. Jones Jr. Why can't we just buy the Ghost Fragments from Spider? They get rewarded from public events chest, just like other planetary materials. I think the Ghost Fragment barrier is one of two significant problems with the Spider with the spider Bounty Enhancement Core Farm. First and foremost, the fragments being needed to buy the bounties is stupid. Get rid of them, or as you say, let us buy them. Second, half of the six, there's six bounties you can get from him, each character, so a total of 18, okay, total of 18 which means nine of those bounties are hvt bounties where you have to stand around and wait stupid make them all lost sectors and let me get fragments easier just let me buy the the bounties with glimmer those two things just make his make his grind so play flow disrupting and unnecessary super j man do you prefer the random rolls on armor we have now or the armor perk system we had in d1 or do you think a combination i want to see a combination apparently it's coming in september i look forward to seeing what they do with armor in september because I think a combination would be better than one or the other. Chris, do you think that running out of Glimmer could have been because of the Glimmer tithe imposed on the weekly chest for Menagerie? Do you think their cost is fair? I'm sure it was combined with that, yes, but it was also because I was infusing like crazy. I mean, I would take myself up to the Glimmer cap, and I would infuse so much that eventually I ran out of Glimmer. So I was also buying bounties and stuff. 
Pi Piper, do you think going back to the old ways of weapons needing experience to level up as a replacement for enhancement cores? Rather, my weapons I use masterwork uh, through dumping 30 cores into it. You're going to... I think you're 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 going to a system that's so unnecessary. When a gun drops, I want to be able to test out the roll. Especially if they start adding more perks to the guns or new perks. I just want to test out the roll. Making me use the gun for an extended period of time before I can test out the roll just seems completely unnecessary. You're basically like, alright Lono, we don't like enhancement core on infusion, how about another arbitrary system that just causes unneeded pain? Like, I don't I don't think either of the systems would be good. I would actually prefer where we are now over having to use the gun just to try out the roll. King D says, if you masterwork the weapon over time with weapon investment of using it, I'd be fine with that, but not unlocking the perks. Uh, King D. In games like World of Warcraft and other MMOs, there's an option to enhance your gear, put stats on them. My question is, how do you think this would affect Destiny being a looter, loot and shooter? Well, I, I, I think they would have to start giving us really challenging endgame content that's not just a Delta. Because right now, that's their version of, of endgame content is Delta. You gotta have unique pain points that I'm meeting. Like, why do I need these stats on my armor and my guns? What are they adding? Well, if they're adding elemental damage or suppression damage or blinding damage or something like that, well, that's gotta be meeting a pain point in the content. Because right now, the main pain point in the hard content is a Delta. Everything's really strong, uh, and you're really weak, so stand in a well of radiance. Like, that's not very complex. That's not very nuanced or dynamic. So if that stays and you start just giving me more perks and more power, I just there's got to be something more than delta that I'm interacting with. Whether it's shielded things on the enemies, enemy damage types, enemy resistant types or something where I'm going in with a more versatile loadout to land on all those pain points because the delta is just not a it's just not a nuanced pain point. It's just stay alive and do lots of damage, so use a well. Like feeling like Timmy Instead of putting the focus on using currency to infuse and upgrade your gear, could a better alternative be the player actively use the gear to upgrade it based on how long you've used it? I would be okay with this for masterworking, maybe, but not unlocking the perks. Or, you're saying if I use the gear, I would level it up so I wouldn't need to infuse? I don't think we need to completely retool leveling, because that's a complete retooling of the game. Infusion's been around since Taken King. To jettison that now from the game, I think would be unnecessary and odd. Warhawk. Love your vids. Would a good system to get enhancement cores be that every time you break down a legendary, you get one core? It, again, comes down to a more fundamental foundational problem that the currency itself is confused. You are answering the problem of not having enough cores. If I don't have enough cores, I can't infuse. You're meeting that pain point. But then you're making the currency so abundant... A currency that's meant for endgame capstone shouldn't be abundant. And when you make it abundant, it confuses its currency even more. It's like, wait, is it for masterworking and capstone and gear? Or is it for infusing? Imagine if you could capstone your gear, if you could ma- if you could masterwork your gear right now with legendary shards and glimmer. You'd be like, this is freaking easy. I have tons of legendary shards and glimmer. It's not even hard to come by. That's essentially what you're doing is you're turning enhancement cores into a generic, super easy to come by currency, which is confusing. It is a confused currency. That's the problem. So the answer is not more currency. That doesn't really, that doesn't really fix the problem. 
poll 426 do you think it would be an epic fail for Bungie if they don't bring back trials with the September content I think this is an exaggeration of what trials brought I also think this is an exaggeration of how many people care about trials uh, I love the PvP guys and I kind of miss trials too I think it'd be fun to run trials on the weekend with streamer buddies you know running with Lucky and stuff on the weekend would be fun but but I just don't know if this is as big of a need right now as everybody's making it. PvP from a ground foundational level needs to be fixed and different. It's been five years of like flat tire nerfs and buffs and meta changes. And that's why when people get mad about people using really powerful gear, I'm just like, brother, it's been like this for five years. You got mad at them when they used matadors and and party crashers instead of their primaries. You got mad at people who used icebreaker and fusion grenades. You got mad at people who used sidearms. You got mad at people who used this. You got mad at people who used that. It's just like, it's just been a shifting meta for five years. So I just bringing back trials is not necessarily a solution to anything right now. Pi Piper. What a Bungie changed light level from item specific to slot specific. Instead of power drops being weapons and armor, it's slot itself that's getting the upgrade. I just don't know if we need to retool the system. We don't need to retool the system. Just empower the player to progress. They can empower the player to progress with a few minor changes. Everything that drops bumps your level a little bit. Milestones and things like the menagerie are bigger bumps and infusion cost isn't that painful. You're just empowering the, powering the player to play and level up. We don't need all these convoluted systems. We don't need foundational system changes. We'll get rid of infusion. We'll do this. We'll do that. We don't need to do any of that. You need to tweak the existing systems a little bit so players are more empowered and the currency's not confusing. G. Hurst. Do you think that in the fall we will be able to use enhancement cores to enhance perks? I have no idea. Alweezy had an idea for the reckoning and I wanted your thoughts. What if every time you ran it you could insert one of the four synths for a guaranteed weapon? I would do it. I would play it. Yep, do it. Ship it. Clip it and ship it. Like, yes. Give us intentional grind so I can go get a hand cannon from reckoning. Or that cool grenade launcher, the doomsday. Finally, Dunlop. Do you think Bungie should implement skeleton keys after the nightfall chest to get the nightfall specific loot? Uh, like Malak and D1. I would want a yeah. I they need to they need to consider intentionality for Nightfall after Menagerie. Menagerie. If you go back and watch my videos after Black Armory, I said Ada's bounties are the future of weapon pursuit of gear pursuit in Destiny. I said that. I was like they need to take this bounty system and put it in the rest of the game. They have done that in Spades with the Menagerie. The the Chalice is Ada's bounties just running on full steam okay so chalice now needs to act like a lamp up in the corner of the room and its light needs to like hit every piece of the game and inspire it and influence it in some way bounties from the npcs intentional grind and reckoning intentional grind in nightfalls raids etc okay you put the chalice up in the corner and you say that's it this is the gold standard for weapon pursuit for gear pursuit this needs to cast a light on the entire game and influence it. You don't need you don't need chalice for every activity, but you need the spirit of the chalice to be everywhere. Cruxley, 
You mentioned the idea of having upgrade paths for raid weapons to increase raid engagement. How would this be different from the D1 system where the perks are locked until the weapon is upgraded? Well, because you'd have extra perks. So the gun would drop and it'd have its role. Three, you know, three perks. And there would be a fourth and fifth perk, one raid specific, maybe one not raid specific, that are upgraded over time as you use the weapon in the raid. That's totally different than needing to unlock every single perk. Evil the Waffler, is there anything you still using from year one besides exotics? Uh, yeah, the Ikelos shotgun, if it's solar burn, that's still that thing is still a god. It's still heavy hitting and awesome. Just in time. Do you think it would be reasonable to allow a masterwork of gun or a piece of armor by taking a curated malicious birthright, which most agree is trash, and then infusing it into a malicious birthright that we like better, but it's not fully masterworked? I would love it if Infusion brought also bought, brought both the power as well as the masterwork level. That would be awesome. Yes. Because then you could be like, I've got fully masterwork gear I don't really use anymore. Let me infuse it into this just just to just to get the use out of the infusion at the, the masterwork level. I could get behind that. Daisies. After playing Heroic Menagerie, would you agree or disagree with Bungie should bring prestige raids back? Heroic Menagerie is not fun and the rewards aren't good, so no. If they want to bring back prestige raids, do it like you did with King's Fall. Design hard first, scale down the mechanics for normal, add challenge mode as a cherry on top. That's a much better spectrum of difficulty than here's a delta and really punishing modifiers and uh, extinguishes on. I just don't think that's good endgame content. I think Heroic Menagerie's engagement is going to be terrible because the rewards aren't that good and the content's not that fun. It's kind of like Reckoning all over again, and I don't see it doing well. So no, I don't see that being something to tell them, yeah, you need to do more prestige activities. They've got to figure out their endgame philosophy because this ain't it. Evil the Waffler. Personally, I think the three... Uh, the year three should leave everything behind. What do you think? You already know what I think. You're here all the time, homie. You know what I think about leaving stuff behind. Let's leave it behind. Although, we don't want to leave stuff behind from Season of Opulence because we just experienced it and just got it. I think everything from year one and potentially not forsaken, everything from year one should fall by the wayside in September. Everything else you can use for like another year. Dragon Tat. Uh, is Destiny moving more MMO? Should Bungie finally remove the Glimmer Cap? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I wouldn't mind if they did. Uh, to kill a mag. Now that Bungie decided to go with MMO route, do you think D3 will have more expansive maps rather than racetracks? We have racetracks because it's peer-to-peer, because you're instancing, uh, because it's also on an outdated engine. The only way you're going to get big open areas is if they go to a new engine and they go to dedicated servers. That's it. And if we don't get that, Destiny 3 will be small instances just like we have now. Captain Catnip. Should Bungie double down in the Shadow Keep with harder raid content and way more depth, or try to give broader uh, to reach more casual audience? A bit of both. I don't think these things are at odds. I think they can give us better difficulty spectrum in the end game by designing hard first and scaling it back for normal, while also giving really fun things for casuals to do. The Menagerie is a perfect example of that. You can play it casually. You got great intentionality for gear. It's not failable. It's a fun grind. Hardcore players can finish it faster and really, really go for the absolute best god roll that they want. It's 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 great. It's they can do all of this. Mac Tandy, any feeling that they drop cross save today? I've seen a couple rumors. Maybe I thought they would do it before September. This seems really early, but it's possible. Uh, Trip, 
Hazard, do you think Glimmer should not have a cap? I, we've already gotten this question about Glimmer cap, uh, Oslik Prime. What about a system where you can choose between masterworking a gun by using it or masterworking immediately by paying with cores, or playtime provides a core cost reduction to finish the masterwork? I'd be fine with this system. We've already kind of gotten that question. Bratsman, why can't they raise Glimmer cap? I don't know why everybody's stuck on Glimmer cap. I don't know. I would love it if they raise it. I guess it's obviously frustrating people. Oslik Prime, should armor masterworks provide an enhanced perk on top of regular perks? We'll have to wait and see in September. They're bringing back intellect, discipline, and strength and more perks and more stats on armor. So we'll see how that plays a part. Hey, Shiz, correct me if I'm wrong, but your problem with infusion is that it's not solving anything or adding any enjoyment to the game. I agree, but isn't it just the natural byproduct of us having light level and new level caps? No, because leveling up is the natural trajectory and undercurrent of an RPG. That's not the same as telling me I can't use a certain piece of gear. That's not even in the same ballpark. Uh, Winter Blade. Do you think it would be better to leave Masterwork cores for making weapons Masterwork uh, and make Infusion using weapon parts? Probably. Yeah. ADJC. Not to sound dumb, but let's say they got rid of cores. Do you think they should tone down the Masterwork core requirements almost 20 to 10 for it was like year one weapons? No, I think it's fine because you can get such a regular injection of them. I don't think cost for Masterworking is a problem at all. When does downtime end? In like 10 hours. Tallis X. Is it just me or do Hunters feel like the most useless class for some time now and needs some love? I don't know what game you're playing. Hunters are the strongest class in the game right now. Probably. Maybe. Warlocks are pretty strong too with well. Hunters are like second to Warlocks. Hunters are stupidly strong. I don't know what you're talking about. Tether with rigs? Silly. Uh, Blade Barrage with knife trick? Silly. Hunters in PvP? Very strong. Their vertical jumping, their ability to leave lanes immediately. Very strong. Uh, they're very, very strong. I, they, they, hunters are not useless at all. Titans are useless in endgame PvE content, not hunters. Hunters are unbelievably strong right now. Uh, they are very, very good in PvP for position and strategic reasons, and they're very, very strong in PvE for crowd control and damage reasons. They get to do a ton. Celestial Nighthawk, yeah, is another just god-tier damage build. They are, they are probably the most... Actually, not probably. Hunters are the most robust, well-orbed class in the game right now. They can be strong everywhere in multiple ways. Titans, not really. Hunters, I'm sorry, warlocks, kind of. Warlocks are strong, but they're not strong in a more, in in the way that, hunters are strong in so many places. I'm not really sure what you're doing, but hunters are dope. Uh, Ryan Central. As someone who's relatively new to the game, can you describe the issue with Infusion and your favorite solution to it? Hope you're well. Thank you, Ryan. Okay, Infusion is basically you saying, I now have guns and armor at this power level. I would like to use these guns and armor. And you can take you can take the really, really high level stuff and infuse it into the stuff that you want to use. So that when you have that stuff equipped, you're at this level. Let's say you have all armor and gear at 700. But the stuff that you want to use isn't 700. So you infuse all the stuff you want to use. The game sees you as being 700 no matter what. Whether you infuse or not, the game says you are 700. You're 700. Okay? I want to use this stuff and be 700. They're basically restricting what you can equip and when you want to equip it for literally no reason. We want infusion to be impactful and meaningful. It's not. It isn't. You're just frustrating player choice and volition. It isn't a good system. 
even when they argued from it in their Bungie blog post, they didn't actually argue for value points. They said, our philosophy is that we want Infusion to be meaningful. That's great. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing your sentimentality with us. Now please make an argument about its value to the player experience and what it does to the longevity and the day-to-day experience of the common player. Because I can make pretty strong arguments that it's bad for the common player, the casual player, the you know the, the, the player choice and player volition and player empowerment. I can make a ton of arguments of how it's bad and diminishing of value. Can you make an argument of where it raises value? Nobody's done that nobody it just doesn't make any sense it needs to be removed unless they have plans for it in the future and maybe that's why it's been left in there bogey gamer instead of focusing on bringing trials back i'd rather than focus on fixing skill-based matchmaking versus connection-based matchmaking also solo players uh versus four stack not spamming forgot question you also forgot to ask a question this isn't a question but thanks uh keys do you think the enhanced perk system could help with keeping the desire for new loot fresh for example adding it on weapon perks too I think enhancing perks or grinding for enhanced perks could help. I also think we just need more, more perks in general. If a gun can have six perks on it, then the, then the generosity and loot turnover rate of Menagerie makes sense because there's a ridiculous amount of perk combinations on a gun with six perks. But we also need new perks and cooler perks because we've been grinding for the same ones for a couple years now. Prism. Why do you think that in order for Masterwork guns uh, need to have Crucible Vanguard selected to track your kills? I find it annoying changing guns track when doing different activities. Yeah, I think it should just track both. I, I agree with you. Uh, Mobin. Is there any new weapon archetypes we would like to see in Destiny? Legendary Trace Rifles. Do it. Give us more linear fusions. Do it. Give us rail fusions. Do it. Uh, more grenade launchers. Do it. Make swords energy weapons. Do it. There you go. Evil the Waffler. They're bringing back intellect and others. How do they compare to the mods that increase your super region? We don't know because we don't know how they're going to implement it. The way it worked in Destiny 1, the higher your intellect, it shaved off you know, how long it took your super to come back. So we don't know how that's going to be implemented yet. Uh, Wrath. Do you think Endgame would get more engagement if there was more in-game LFG system? This is a softball question. Yes. If they put in-game group finders Endgame. <laughs> if they put an in-game group finder, yes, endgame content would get more engagement because more players would be empowered to find groups. That's kind of a give me. That's kind of a gimme. Uh, B-Boy Kool-Aid. Do you think we should be able to one-shot a level 2 Drang and be immune? Take little damage if I max. No, the reason they want all content, whether you're a public event or you're in a raid, they want it to actually still be a threat to you is because they want the game to still have some level of relevancy so you don't just run through public spaces and lost sectors and just stand there like, you can't kill me. They want the game to kind of like maintain its life. This is why I think you should be able to raise the power level of public spaces for specific bounties or specific loot pursuits or specific reasons and when I go into that public space everything is like a sword to me and it's really hard and it's really brutal but it scales right you could still be in my public space and it's not that for you but it would be for me like I think there'd be something cool they could do with that like world tiers and division Ness do you think uh, a badass system like in Shadowkeep I don't know. I don't think so. I, th- they've not indicated they're going to do anything like that. You think crossplay should be on all platforms or just PS4, Xbox, PvP? No, crossplay should be every game, every platform from here on out. It's a completely justified player expectation, and it's better for consumer as well as sales of games. Dark and Naho. Do you think it's viable to allow the rarity of greens and blue to be upgraded to purple and gain a perk each upgrade with Master Records or something similar? 
only dilemma here is you're basically tripling the size of the loot pool and having to maintain balance and perk pools and what guns roll with. So I don't dislike this idea. Implementation would probably be very difficult. Luca Bratz, does the annual pass come with Forsaken? Also, is it worth it for me to wait and buy Shadowkeep? It, you waiting and buying Shadowkeep being worth it is up to you as a player. Right now, you can get Destiny with Forsaken and all of its content for pretty cheap, and I think it's a mountain of content. It's actually pretty fun. If you jump right in today, right now, and play the Vanilla Campaign, Curse of Osiris, Warmind, Forsaken, kill all the barons, do all the annual pass stuff, it is a mountain of content if you like looter shooters. It's going to take you a while, and you got, you know, two months. I don't know why you wouldn't do that if you really like the game. All content, including annual pass, is $40 right now. If you like games like this, if this is your style, if you're digging it, if they've really brought back the love for Destiny for you from everything you've seen with Season of Opulence, that's a lot of content for 40 bucks. So, that's the final question. If you're here right now and you enjoy this content, click the follow button. That's the heart button. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you listening and watching. Please like, share, and subscribe.